Chapter 14 of The Sign of the Cross in the Nineteenth Century. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sign of the Cross in the Nineteenth Century by Jean Gomet. Letter 14. The Sign of the Cross, a preservative against all that could injure life or health it appeases tempests extinguishes fire protects against accidents opposes a barrier to floods causes the waters to return to their bounds keeps ferocious beasts at a distance preserves from poison from thunderbolts makes creatures the instruments of prodigies december ninth powerful as is the sign of the cross to give health and life my dear friend it is not less so to keep at a distance whatever might be injurious to them here again we find abundant facts, but the limits of a letter will allow me to cite only a few. Since the original revolt, all the elements submitted to the influence of the demons are conjured up against man. Air, fire, water, and what not wage against him a war, continual and often deadly. A universal weapon has been given us to defend ourselves. It is the sign of the cross the god whose voice commanded the winds and the tempests commands them again by the sign of our redemption we read in the life of st nicatus bishop of treves that when going to his diocese he fell asleep on board the vessel in which he had taken passage in the midst of the voyage a violent wind agitated the waves the sails were torn the masts broken and the vessel seemed ready to sink the terrified passengers aroused the saint who tranquilly made the sign of the cross over the angry waves and a calm immediately succeeded the storm according to the belief of the church so clearly expressed in the roman pontifical the demon is a great gatherer of clouds over the air his region and that of his innumerable legions he exercises a particular influence how many times does he use it to desolate the country and above all to throw obstacles in the way of those who work for the destruction of his empire because of the immense crowds that hastened to hear the sermons of st vincent ferrer one of his most powerful opponents he was almost always obliged to preach in the open air in order to hinder the preaching the demon rarely failed to raise storms which the saint was obliged to dissipate one of the most fearful was that which he dissipated by the sign of the cross and holy water it happened in a town of catalonia on the feast of the holy apostles peter and paul after he had celebrated mass and before he had taken off the sacerdotal vestments like air fire obeys the sign of the cross saint tiburtius son of the prefect of rome was sentenced either to offer incense to idols or to walk on a bed of fire the young martyr made the sign of the cross and without the least hesitation advanced into the middle of the burning coals standing barefoot on them he said to the judge now renounce your errors and acknowledge that there is no other god than ours place if you dare your hand in boiling water in the name of jupiter let that jupiter whom you call your god prevent you from feeling the burning heat as for me i feel as if i were on a bed of roses sulpicus severus relates as having heard it from st martin himself that one night the chamber in which the thaumaturgus of the gauls was reposing caught fire awakening in a fright the saint tried to extinguish the flames which were already consuming his clothing his efforts were useless all at once he returned to himself and no longer thought of extinguishing the fire or saving himself but full of confidence he made the sign of the cross 
the flames immediately separated and forming an arch over his head permitted him to continue tranquilly his prayer let me relate another fact concerning this great bishop martin the infatigable enemy of idolatry had demolished every famous and ancient pagan temple he wished also to cut down a pine tree that stood near it because it was an object of superstition the chief priest and other pagans opposed him at length they said to the courageous bishop since you have so much confidence in your god we will cut down the tree ourselves on condition that you stand under it when it falls the condition was accepted in the presence of an innumerable crowd the saint allowed himself to be tied to that side of the tree on which it leaned his companions were in mortal terror meanwhile the tree half cut seemed ready to fall in another moment the venerable bishop would have been crushed what did the man of god do he calmly raised his hand and made the sign of the cross at the same instant the tree became straight and as if blown by a violent wind fell on the contrary side a cry of admiration arose from the assembled multitude nearly all of whom demanded baptism what took place among the gauls was renewed also in italy the venerable abbot honoratus founder of the monastery of fundi one day saw that holy asylum in which dwelt two hundred religious threatened with total ruin from the summit of the mountain at the foot of which the monastery was built a large rock had been detached and threatened to crush everything with its weight the saint hastened to invoke the name of the lord and extending his right hand opposed to the rock the sign of salvation the enormous mass suddenly stopped in its course and remained immovable on the side of the mountain a position which it retains even to this day we shall see that the sovereign power of the sign of the cross is not limited by difference of climate nor degrees of latitude or longitude let us listen to st jerome the universal earthquake which followed the death of julian the apostate caused the seas to overflow their bounds as if god threatened the world with a second deluge in which all things should return to their ancient chaos vessels were left on the tops of mountains whither the furious billows had carried them the inhabitants of epidarius seeing the frightful pools of water on the hills and dreading lest their towns should be submerged as had happened before went to find the holy old man saint hilarion they placed him at their head as if they had been going out to combat being arrived at the shore the saint made the sign of the cross three times on the sand and extended his hand toward the raging waters which were advancing it is incredible to what a height the sea rose at that sign and remained so before him but after having raged for a long time as if angry at the obstacle opposed to it by hilarion its waves subsided and retired not daring to cross the sacred limits epidarius and the whole country still relate the miracle mothers tell it to their children that the memory of it may descend to posterity the following is a similar but more recent fact our french historian meseret relates that in eleven ninety six heavy rains caused the rivers and ponds to overflow and produced an inundation like a veritable deluge they knew no other means to stay the flood than prayer public processions and supplications they were employed no sooner was the sign of the cross made upon the waters than they retired within their limits if moses rod which was only the figure of the sign of the cross could divide the waters of the red sea and hold them suspended like mountains why should not that sign itself cause floods to return to their bounds 
let us return to the immortal thebaidi and allow me to relate a few other marvels of which its angelic inhabitants were the actors and the sign of the cross the instrument one of them julian surnamed sabas or the white-haired old man is traversing the barren solitude on his way he meets an enormous dragon which casts on him a ravenous look and opens its horrid jaws to devour him without the least emotion the venerable anchoret slackens his pace invokes the name of the lord makes the sign of the cross and the dragon dies a little later behold marcian a solitary of syria who renews the same miracle while he is praying at the door of the cell eusebius his disciple who is at a little distance from him sees a monstrous reptile on the wall at the east side ready to spring on the saint to devour him eusebius horrified cries out with all his strength conjuring his master to fly marcian reproves him for his fear makes the sign of the cross blowing it towards the fearful monster behold the effects of the primitive words i will put enmity between her seed and thine the breath which comes from the mouth of the saint is like a flame which burns the dragon so much that it falls in pieces like a reed burned by fire it would be easy to multiply instances of facts accomplished in these ever celebrated places but that we may group together wonders of the same nature let us come to italy even if we be compelled to return to the east st gregory the great relates that st amantius a priest of Sitta di castello in umbria had such power over the most venomous and terrible serpents that they could not live before him with one sign of the cross he caused all those around him to perish when they went into their holes he sealed them in with the sign of the cross and afterward they were taken out dead killed by an invisible power thus has been accomplished the words of the master they shall kill serpents serpentes tolent you know that our lord immediately adds and if they shall drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them et si mortiferum quid beberent non es nocibit i will give a few proofs from among thousands st julian was bishop of the city of bosra in idumea out of hatred of his religion some of the principal inhabitants formed a plot to poison him they bribed the bishop's servant procured poison and charged him to put it in his master's cup the unhappy man obeyed being divinely instructed as to all that had passed the saint took the cup placed it before him and without touching its contents said to his servant go in my name and invite the principal inhabitants of the city to dine with me he knew that among them should be found the guilty ones all accepted the invitation then the holy man being unwilling to expose any one said with angelic sweetness as it is your wish to poison the humble julian here is the poison i am going to drink it he made the sign of the cross three times over the cup saying in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost i drink this cup he drained it to the last drop and received no injury at this sight his enemies fell at his feet and begged his pardon one must be a bachelor of the nineteenth century to be ignorant of the following fact if there is a man whose life should be known in its minutest details it is saint benedict the patriarch of the western monks like another moses is it not by him and his children that europe has been drawn from barbarism show us a piece of wasteland either moral or material that the benedictine has not cultivated a civilizing principle that he has not matured taught practised at the price of efforts which god alone knows
what we do know is that satan the old pharaoh left no means untried to hinder the benevolent work no sooner had benedict retired into his solitude than he beheld coming to him a few monks unworthy of the name they asked to be taken under his care the saint gave them a rule and by word as well as by example endeavoured to bring them under the yoke of regular discipline vain effort example wounded their pride words provoked their anger and aroused their hatred they took a resolution to poison their venerable superior they mixed poison in the wine and filled a glass with it which they presented to him that he might bless it according to the custom of the monastery benedict stretched forth his hand made the sign of the cross and by this sacred sign as by the blow of a stone the poison glass was shivered into fragments the saint understood that they had presented him with the cup of death from which he had been preserved by the sign of the cross from these examples and a thousand others you may see dear friend what a powerful prayer is the sign of the cross with how many graces it enriches us and from how many dangers it preserves our frail existence let us come now to another application of the protecting sign in france spain italy and i believe in your own country catholics are accustomed to make the sign of the cross when it thunders and lightens those who doubt nothing take this for weakness as if the true catholics of the eighteen centuries which have preceded us were all weak-minded persons and superstitious women now in the circumstances indicated above and in all unforeseen dangers we find the sign of the cross in use among the christians of the east and the west from the first ages of the church st ephraim st augustine st gregory of tours and a thousand others witness have seen it in our stead and affirm it if on a sudden says the deacon of edessa the lightning flashes from the clouds and the thunder bursts with a crash man is terror-stricken and all in fear we bow ourselves to the earth speaking of those who frequent worldly assemblies st augustine adds if by chance anything frightens them they immediately make the sign of the cross st gregory relates as a thing of public notoriety that under the impression of fear or at the approach of any danger whatsoever the christians had recourse to this sign their protector and not in vain among thousands we choose the following proof two men were journeying from geneva to lausanne they were soon overtaken by a violent storm accompanied with vivid lightning and repeated claps of thunder according to the traditional custom of christians one of the travellers made the sign of the cross on himself the other scoffed at him and said are you chasing the flies leave these superstitions to old women such mummeries are a disgrace to religion and unworthy of an intelligent man he had scarcely finished speaking when the thunderbolt stretched him dead at the feet of his companion then the first more than ever continued to protect himself by the sign of the cross his journey was happily terminated and he related everywhere what had happened to him a warning to the strong-minded who are secured against thunderbolts the sign of the cross protects not only the life of man but is also a pledge of security for all that belongs to him thence comes the universal use of this liberating sign over houses fields fruits and animals catholics says the grave stuchius have prayers accompanied by the sign of the cross for every creature in particular water leaves flowers the paschal lamb milk honey cheese bread vegetables eggs wine oil and the vessels that contain them 
in each formula they ask expressly for the removal of the malicious power of the demon and health for the body and soul on the day of the resurrection they bless milk honey meat eggs loaves of bread everything that they keep or give as being salutary for the soul on the day of assumption herbs plants roots and the fruit of trees to communicate to them a divine virtue on st john's day wine which without this blessing they regard as impure and the principle of evil on st stephen's the pastures on st mark's the grain in this they follow the precept of st paul who bids the faithful bless all that is used for the support of life and return thanks for them mysterious usages for which theologians give excellent reasons in their turn these creatures delivered from the influence of the demon become thanks to the sign of the cross instruments of the powerful goodness of the creator we read in st gregory of tours that a pestilential malady made such ravages among animals that people began to ask themselves if the species would not become wholly extinct in their desolation some country people came to the basilica of st martin and took thence holy water and the oil from the lamps having carried it to their homes they made the sign of the cross with it on the heads of the cattle who had not as yet been attacked and gave it as a drink to those who were at the point of expiring all were instantly cured let us cite a last example of the protecting power of the sign of the cross st germanus bishop of paris was on his way to meet the relics of st symphorian martyr as he was passing by a village the inhabitants came and begged him to take pity on a poor woman named panitia whose little field of wheat was ravaged by bears come they said to him come and look at that poor field so that the malicious beasts may fly from your presence notwithstanding the opposition of those that accompanied him the saint went to the place and made the sign of the cross over the little heritage very soon two bears came to the spot transported with fury they fell upon each other one was left dead upon the field the other being mortally wounded was dispatched with a spear and the poor widow had never again occasion to deplore the loss of her harvest history abounds in similar facts but let this suffice for to-day end of letter fourteen